Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'll bring you guys Week 15's tight end start or sit decisions for fantasy football in 2020. Inside this video, we're going to go from every single matchup from Thursday night football all the way until Monday night football and discuss whether you should start or sit the tight ends in each and every single matchup real quick before we get into it. I'd like to ask if that at any point inside this video you end up enjoying, you end up having a great time, and you're new to my YouTube channel, please make sure that you hit that subscribe button down below. Not only is it free, I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 fantasy football championship and real quick before we get deep into it i'd like to give you guys a quick word from my friends and my sponsor over at overlaydfs.com OverlayDFS.com offers a variety of games on their website. It's my favorite way to play daily fantasy sports on the internet. They have the matchup shop, which I typically talk about, where you have one player versus another, plus or minus a certain amount of fantasy points. You pick one, and you put as much money on that matchup as you want, as low as like a dollar, and as high as, I believe, $500 plus. But this week, I want to talk about the quarterback shootout, because I want a lot of money on this last week, and it is very, very simple. All you have to do is you're going to get a bunch of matchups on your screen, and all you have to do is pick five out of the 10 to 12 that show up on your screen. And if you get them all right, the prize is very, very big. The top 10% win $50. First place gets $500. Now, obviously, I didn't win $500, even going 5 and 0 because three other people won, but that is still a decent amount of money. My other ones went 4 and 1, and the other one went 4 and 1 as well. So I made a combined $300 on Overlay DFS last week. It is very, very simple. You just pick who scores more fantasy points, player versus player. That's how easy it is. You guys do all this research. All week long to win your fantasy matchup. So why not win some extra cash on top of it on OverlayDFS.com. And we are back. Let's get into it. Week 15, tight end start or sit decisions. We begin with Thursday night football. The LA Chargers at the Las Vegas Raiders. In this one, I like both of the tight ends on each team. Hunter Henry obviously has been pretty solid thus far this season. Never really had a humongous big game where he really drops a deuce right on your opponent, but in reality, he typically just has normal alright games for fantasy football, so you never really regret starting Hunter Henry and up against the Raiders. We can see Henry definitely do some damage in this matchup for the Raiders. Darren Waller has been a downright amazing tight end thus far this season. Tight end 2 on the year. Wouldn't be surprised if he potentially was able to pass up Travis Kelsey by the end of the year, but those two are clearly the one and two thus far on the year and Darren Waller seems like he is going to be amazing in a matchup up against a not so great defense in the LA Chargers to begin the Saturday slate we begin with the Bills at the Tampa Bay or not the Tampa Bay Broncos the Denver Broncos of Denver and Noah Fant is going to be a start in this one now Noah Fant completely fucked you over last week so if you had Noah Fant you were probably severely angry that the man went out there on Sunday Played for like five fucking seconds and then got sick. I'm not sure if he was throwing up on the sideline. I'm just not sure if he had a headache, if he had explosive diarrhea like Lamar Jackson. I have no idea. But he missed all of that game pretty much. Played a couple of snaps, never got the ball. Then was gone the rest of the game. So I do expect him to bounce back here up against the Bills as long as he's good to go. And his shit is able to be contained for the Buffalo Bills. Dawson Knox is going to be a sit for me. He just has not gotten the playing time this year that you would want out of a tight end. You're going to start in your lineup next game here. We got the Carolina Panthers at the Green Bay Packers. In this one, Robert Tunyon is going to be a start up against the Carolina Panthers. 
Now, Tanyan has had some good games, and he has had some bad games this year, and he's been a very streaky player, in my opinion, for fantasy football. Started off the year not so great, then got on that nice hot streak when he scored like three touchdowns against Atlanta, and then rode down the train, and then recently he's been skyrocketing back up straight to the fucking moon, so I think Robert Tanyan up against a not-so-hot Carolina Panthers defense is in must-start category. Ian Thomas is a tight end with some talent, but just does not get enough work in that Carolina offense next game. Here we got the San Francisco 49ers at the Dallas Cowboys. Now, there has been some talk around the league that maybe George Kittle is actually going to be able to come back soon. Now, how much do I buy into that? To be honest with you, I don't really know. George Kittle is designated to return this week, so he definitely could, but I'm not sure why they're going to designate him to return. Why not just let him be all right and make him be great for next season if he ends up missing and doesn't play like I personally think he will. I think Jordan Reed will be a smash start here up against the Dallas Cowboys, but obviously if George Kittle ends up playing and all signs point to, holy shit, George Kittle's going to be perfectly fine, then he is a must start in my opinion up against the Dallas Cowboys. Dalton Schultz is a pretty solid start here in a spot up against the 49ers. Not necessarily super a uh, whole lot of upside for Schultz, but he's definitely a heavily utilized option in this Cowboys offense with Andy Dalton. Next game here, the Seattle Seahawks at the Washington football team. Logan Thomas has been nothing short of excellent the last couple of weeks. For some reason, this offense just forgot who the fuck scary Terry McLaurin is, and they've just been throwing the ball to Logan goddamn Thomas. Logan Thomas also had a pretty indifferent start to the season, right? He's had some good games, had some bad games, but as of recently, he's been on a nice hot streak, and I'm going to go ahead and join in on that hot streak and ride it here up against a defense that's not very great up against the tight end in the Seattle Seahawks for Jacob Hollister as well as Will Disley. They are going to be sits. Ever since third leg, Greg Olson ended up getting hurt. It just does not seem like either of these guys are going to get a substantial or substantial amount of work in this offense to really be worthy of starts in Seattle. Next game here, we got the Chicago Bears at the Minnesota Vikings. These are two tight ends that if you're in a deep spot, I do agree, are definitely worthy of starts, but again, I feel like there's going to be a very run-heavy game in which I'm not too sure both these tight ends are going to be super involved. These are two guys that have been riding high the last couple of weeks, so Irv Smith, if you're in a deeper kind of league, would be worthy of a start, but in most kind of leagues, I'm trying to fade these guys this week, at least as of right now. If you guys want to see kind of my updated thoughts every week, I do the tight end start or sit videos, and then the wide receiver, quarterback, running back, all that, and then later in the week, I get the rankings videos, which are more updated kind of thoughts on that but as of right now I'm not too hot or not too high on Irv Smith or Cole Komet but Cole Komet could be a guy for the future for the Chicago Bears like next year that you may be interested in drafting next game here we got the New England Deflatriots at the Miami Dolphins and this one is kind of a shit show because in my opinion I don't think Mike Gesicki is going to play I am a Miami Dolphins fan I've been a fan of them my whole life and I just don't think based on what I saw on Sunday with Mike Gesicki's shoulder getting fucked up. I just don't know why we would rush him back to play up against the New England Patriots. In that case, Adam Shaheen will step in to be the tight end one on the team. I did talk about him in my waiver wire show where if you're in a real deep league, Shaheen could get a lot of work here up against New England considering the Dolphins do like to heavily utilize that tight end. At least it seems like Tua definitely does for the Miami Dolphins. And then for the Patriots, Ryan Izzo. I don't know why Adam Shaheen is on the screen twice. Ryan Izzo is the other tight end in this game for the New England Patriots. And if I'm being completely 
completely honest with you. The Patriots just don't have that tight end prowess inside of their offense when they don't have Rob Gronkowski there, so I'm definitely fading away from Mr. Izzo. Next game here, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Baltimore Ravens. Mark Andrews was very involved in that W that they ate up against the Cleveland Browns on what was one of the best games of this season on Monday Night Football. I think that Mark Andrews is going to be utilized again heavily here to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars in what should be a very smash matchup for Mr. Andrews, but there's definitely worries when starting Andrews. Well, there's no worry in playing Andrews because you do have that upside, but Andrews definitely does have some stinker games when Lamar's just running the ball like his name was fucking Hussein Bolt every single fucking time. And isn't throwing the ball as much, which definitely hurts. Mr. Marky Mark Andrews, I'm going to be sitting down Tyler Eifert because the Jaguars just are not a t- team that really looks to give the ball a whole bunch to the tight end. Next game here, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tampa Bay Tom Brady at the Atlanta Falcons. Now, I'm at my wit's end with Hayden Hurst. I was all aboard the Hayden Hurst train, and it just seems like it has crashed and fucking burned, and there's no passengers alive in that that fucking train that landed straight into the goddamn earth because Hayden Hurst has fucked you over two weeks in a row. Now, he does seem to play a lot better with Julio Jones healthy, so if Julio ends up suiting up in this matchup, I will be all aboard the Hayden Hurst train, and I will be listing him as a start, but he's pretty much just barely peeking over the area to where you can fucking start the guy this week, in my opinion. I am very worried about Hayden Hurst. Rob Gronkowski is an every-week starter. He started off this season fucking awful, was just blocking seven million times, was never really scoring, but as of recently he's gotten those touchdowns coming he's gotten those tugs coming like his former GM or owner Robert Kraft did in uh, New England because we know Robert Kraft loves those tugs and so does Rob Gronkowski next game here we got the Detroit Lions at the Lit Titans and in this one I like TJ Hawkinson TJ Hawkinson has been the king of consistency this season going up against a not so hot uh, Titans defense is definitely great for him but obviously the fact that Matthew Stafford may end up missing definitely kind of doesn't scare me completely off of him, but in my opinion, it limits his upside when he doesn't have his main quarterback there, and we'll have to deal with Chase Daniels. I am going to be sitting down Janu Smith. It just does not seem like Janu Smith will be entirely healthy in this one, and I'm not too sure how much they're going to be passing the ball when they're banging the fuck out of the Detroit Lions like their name was Ron Jeremy. Next game here, we got the Houston Texans at the Indianapolis Colts. In this one, I'm going to be sitting down both tight ends. Now, we do know Phillip Rivers does love to heavily utilize that tight end. There's a reason why the man has 11 kids because he just loves that tight end. He's an addict to the cooter, just like uh, Trey Burton was when Phillip Rivers was throwing the ball mainly to him, but with Mo Money, Mo Cox healthy, with Jack Doyle healthy, and kind of just throws off the whole equilibrium of this offense. And yes, I just used an equilibrium, a big word there for the Indianapolis Colts, but it's kind of true. When they're all three of them are healthy, it is kind of worrisome considering he doesn't just throw to one of them. They will all get utilized in different packages and different parts of the game, so I think Trey Burton's going to be a sit for me, and Jordan Atkins is going to be a sit as well because the Texans just don't really use that tight end unless he scores a touchdown, but again, you're not trying to bet on a touchdown score every single week in your tight end slot. Next game here, we got the bird matchup, the Philadelphia Eagles at the Arizona Cardinals. My kind of perception on Jalen Hurts was definitely wrong last week for the Philadelphia Eagles. I wasn't sure how good he would play. I thought, hey, maybe he'd do all right, but what if he did bad, and what happened if they pulled him, right? What if he goes, like, 1 for 12, they pull him up against the Saints? The Saints are a tough defense. That was my thought process, right? That thought process was fucking fake news, because in reality, this guy went out there and balled the fuck out. Dallas Godert looked solid in that matchup up against the Arizona Cardinals. I expect Godert to get a whole lot of usage in this Eagles offense. So he's definitely going to be a start for me this week. The other Eagles tight end, Zach Ertz, the cliff. 
He's just fallen off a fucking cliff at this point in the season. Shout out to Cliff Kingsbury, coach of the Arizona Cardinals. But he just really has. I thought that the wheels would finally fall off of the Zach Ertz train or car this season. I was like, you know what? Godert has been emerging. Zach Ertz has been getting less and less work in this offense. And it seems like maybe just maybe Zach Ertz would hold on for dear life for one more season. And it just hasn't happened. Ertz gets hurt. Godert is clearly much better than him at this age for Zach Ertz. So Zach Ertz is going to be a sit for me. And the Arnold Nata, Dan Arnold, has actually been pretty decent as of recently and has been a touchdown-dependent tight end. Now, that's kind of an issue when you're going into the fantasy playoffs. You're not really trying to chase a touchdown for your tight end, so I'm going to be sitting down the Arnold Nata, Dan Arnold. Next game here, we got the New York Football Jets at the Los Angeles Rams, and Higby and Everett could both be great starts in this matchup, but when they're both healthy, it seems like Higby has been completely cucked by Everett's health, and it feels, seems like the fact that Higby's playing playing Cucks Everett, and they're both kind of on the field sometimes. And a majority of the time, none of them end up scoring, even in a smash matchup up against the Jets. I'm staying away from both of those Rams tight ends. For the Jets, Chris Herndon, a amazing athlete, a great tight end, but will never be used by Adam Gaze because Adam Gaze can't count to five and is that fucking stupid next game. Here we got the Sunday night matchup between the Kansas City Chiefs at the New Orleans Saints. Just kidding, this is not a Sunday night matchup. I thought it was because it was a good game. It turns out this played at 4 o'clock, and the Sunday night game is even better. You guys will hear about that in just a couple of seconds. Again, if you guys have ended up enjoying, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below if you are new Chiefs at Saints. I like both tight ends in this matchup. It seems like the Chiefs are very prone to getting the tight end, get a little bit loose on him. We saw Mike Licky on uh, play pretty well last week. Now, the biggest issue with this pick for the New Orleans Saints is the fact that if Taysom Hill ends up starting, he just doesn't love to throw the ball to his other tight ends on the team, so I'm not too sure. I'm completely sold in on Jared Cook, but if Drew Brees ends up playing, I definitely am. If not, he's just all right in my eyes, but the Chiefs matchup is definitely great for him. Travis Kelsey must start on a weekly basis. There's no need to even go super deep on it. You have Kelsey. There's no fucking way you are going to end up sitting him up against the new Orleans Saints who got trounced, bedazzled, behoozled by the Philadelphia Eagles last week. Sunday night football, what I actually meant to say is the Browns at the Giants. We waited all day for Sunday night. Browns at the New York football Giants. Evan Ingram is a start here. It seems like Danny Dimes, Danny Fumbles is going to end up missing this matchup. And we're going to get another matchup of, well, pow, Colt McCoy, bang, bang, bang. In this matchup, Evan Ingram up against the Browns is definitely a matchup for the greatness of Evan Ingram. But again, Evan Ingram is very, very, very unreliable because the guy will get the ball thrown to him and he just drops it because he gets fucking lube lathered up on his gloves. Austin Hooper is going to be a sit. It's seemed like David Njoku was eating like it was Thanksgiving dinner last or uh, two days ago on Monday Night Football, so I'm not too sure how good Hooper is going to be in this matchup and final game, Monday Night Football, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cincinnati Bengals. In this one, I like Eric Ebron, but Eric Ebron and Deontay Johnson of the Pittsburgh Steelers just share the fumbleitis. The Butterfingers-itis, the can't-catch-the-fucking-ball disease that riddles the Steelers' offense. For some reason, Eric Ebron drops the ball all the time, but up against the Cincinnati Bengals, there's just no way you could be sitting down. Double E, easy E, Eric Ebron. I'm going to be sitting down the fake tight end, Drew Sample, for the Cincinnati Bengals. So thank you guys all so much for watching this video. If you did at any point in this video end up enjoying, end up having a great time, please make sure that you hit that subscribe button down below. Hit it with the 1-2 Mayweather. I love each and every single one of you guys. Make sure you guys share out Overlay DFS as well. Link down below in the description. Have a great rest of your guys' day. As always, I love you all. Good boy!